1: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, let's get back into it. There's a lot of good stuff still here in the uh, hopper, and I wanted to uh, grind out as much as we can in the time permitted. John turley Ewart with us, risk management consultant specializing in capital markets with extensive experience on Bay and Wall Streets, also one-time associate editor of the Financial Post and senior editor at the National Post And Catherine Swift, The former president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, current spokesperson for Working Canadians. You know, we were just talking about the government of Doug Ford reversing itself on this uh, Bill 66, Restoring Ontario's Competitiveness Act, which would give more autonomy to municipalities to decide how they wanted to govern their affairs. And when it came to opening up land for development, this was the great fear. They'd start making intrusions or incursions in the green belt but you know this has also been part of the argument to uh... find ways of alleviating the pressure on cities and opening up land so you create affordable housing and uh, affordable housing has been a real uh, hot political issue, and certainly of late. It's exacerbated with the cold snap, and you see people, you know, languishing on the streets, and uh, the activists and advocates for the homeless, and uh, people on the margins are saying, we just don't have affordable housing, not enough of it. And that's really the nub of the problem. And so uh, I wanted to dwell on that, because I don't know, this has been bandied around for so long now is there even, like, what is the solution? Last hour we heard from our panel that just more money, more money. If you've got, uh, you know, uh, a magnitude of resources, that would uh, alleviate the problem. John, I'll, I'll start with you. What's the best approach for government to to take to make housing affordable?
0: Well, you know, I, am I the only person in Toronto that lived here through the 1990s and the Ann Golden Report and the homeless issues we had back then? Like, it seems like we've all lost our collective memory, so, first of all, I would say homelessness and affordable housing are two different issues. There, and, and I would argue that when we talk about homelessness, people on the street living rough, we're often talking about uh, people with mental uh, health issues, right? And we know that that has not been funded. Now, in terms of availability of, of emergency shelter housing, which I spent a lot of time in the 90s uh, studying in this city, we had a big problem back then. It was called refugees, Coming into the city. What do we have now? A big problem with refugees. And what happened, and this is one thing that the Stephen Harper government should be rightly blamed for, is they cut the funding that Kretchen gave to the provinces and cities to cover the the housing for refugees while their claims were being uh, processed. The problem is, is that Trudeau is now defending Harper's decision to cut that funding. That was 780 million dollars, if I remember correctly, that Cretien put into the pot to make sure that there was housing, health care for refugees during their process, so that cities were cities did not find themselves in a situation where. Homeless people who are you know born here have no place to go. So that's one issue. The other issue is affordable housing. Now, we have this green belt around us, which I have argued for a long time creates this artificial uh, restriction in the supply of housing. Sure, if we want to do the trade-off. But the challenge that we're facing now is that, you know folks were saying uh, last week on this show yeah you know we should be living in 500 square foot houses building up this has become a, an ideological argument it is suburban versus urban and and the fact is is that people who come to the city from different parts of the world to live in canada frankly, don't want to live in 600-square-foot apartments staring into another apartment. They go and buy houses in, in Milton, Richmond Hill, Aurora. They all spread out because they want to have a house. They want to have a garden. This is not something they had often in the places they're coming from. So we have this juxtaposition of, of ideal living arrangements. We need more supply. No question about it. What John Tory is talking about today is going to bring a bit more supply into the marketplace eventually for rental housing. But ultimately we really have to think about how do we meet the needs and wants of people in terms of their housing and little apartments doesn't do it.
1: All right. And what you alluded to, uh, this is the proposal to incentivize developers to build over 10,000 units on 11 properties across Toronto. And that'll be uh, up for debate before council next week. It's called housing now, but, uh, Apparently, Tory's Inner Circle unanimously endorsed this plan, and the idea is to get thousands of low-rent and market-rent apartments built on city land. But uh, to the point, again, just to back up uh, where John said homelessness and affordable housing are kind of uh, two separate issues. Now, there may be some nexus or a link there, but I'm kind of curious now. Uh, these irregular asylum seekers, they have flooded the shelter system Uh Most reports put it at around 40% of the inhabitants of the shelters on any given night, and especially the cold ones, are these asylum seekers. Now... To the point made by John as well, uh, the federal government really should be paying for this, shouldn't they? I mean, they created the mess, Catherine. Well,
2: the, yeah, I was going to say that, John. The, the first thing we got to do is get a grip on our border, because yes, we already have we already had issues here, and yeah, none of this is new. It's been around for decades and decades, and and certain things we you might remember back in the Ray days, uh, there, a lot of these people were in institutions, and that's none of these are good solutions. But a lot of these people are institutions. Ray decided they shouldn't be in institutions, so now a lot of them are roaming the streets, and there are mental health. There that's are addiction issues. Well,
1: why there are... that's blamed on Mike Harris,
2: though, isn't it? No, no, but it wasn't him that did it. It was uh, everything's blamed on Mike Harris or oh. Stephen Harper. Come on. Uh, but no, but no, that was that was a Bob Ray innovation. And, and I think, frankly, I think it was meant as a kindness. These people were in institutions. They shouldn't be institutionalized. But unfortunately, also setting them loose on the street is is a profoundly unfair thing to do as well uh, for you know to them and and probably to a lot of other people too. So, but yeah, get get let's we have to get a grip on our border. We don't have a grip on it at all. Uh, it's it's being flooded by people who are not refugees. What what do you want to call them? Economic migrants. They're worried about what Trump might might do in terms of you know restrictions uh, and so on and so forth. But we're we're causing our own grief in that particular area. Um, but no, there's a, there, there's definitely some money required. But when I hear the feds should take care of it and so on and so forth, it's it's all in the same pocket. We all have the same pocket well, this here. this is true. Uh, you know, the taxes, any, any government, it drives me nuts when they say, well, you know, it's your fault, give us the money, because it's, it's all our money.
1: What about mental health supports? That's one of the big uh, questions surrounding this. And uh, when you say Bob Ray emptied the uh, institutions and so on and so forth, To John's point, do you think that uh, we could address this in a somewhat coherent fashion or really make great inroads to dealing with homeless if we had more mental health supports?
2: Well, I think the, the other issue that, that comes up here is that some people say just build more places, but the reality is, and I've actually done volunteer work with a, with a lot of people on the street over the years, a lot of them don't want to go to any place. True. That is not their option, uh, not an option for them. So um, yeah, probably if, if you could get right down to on the street mental health support, uh, that would probably be, I think, the most way. Way to deal with it, but it's it's a, such a such a multifaceted issue. It's it's very difficult, and just throwing money at it. We have thrown money at parts of this issue for years. It, it probably will always be with us to some extent to some extent and uh, and there's no easy answer, but getting it we know a lot of the current problem is because of the, the border mess and we got to get get a grip on that border if we're going to find any solutions here.
1: All right. what do you make, John of the affordable housing thing that John Tory? Uh, you kind of uh, referenced it, but uh, 11,000 or over 10,000 units built on 11 uh, sites that the city owns. Right. Uh, you can foresee that happening. Well, I mean, compl- this is
0: already happening now. This is this is not a new policy. Uh, you know, there's I can point to projects in Scarborough where this is in, in place right now. So, I mean, what what's happening is there's a news cycle. People are saying, "Oh my goodness, it's very cold." Uh, you know, we got to do something about affordable housing, linking two things that I don't think are linked. Uh, and then, of course, someone says, "All right, so let's let's go through our policy bag here. Oh look, we got this already in place." What were we going to do? There's going to be some more of this happening. Okay, so let's, let's re- repackage it. Bring it up. This is our response. That's what this is about. I mean, this is not new. What this does is get John Tory in front of this issue, on the front of the Toronto Star, looking like, you know, I've got some kind of solution that I'm working on. It's good municipal politics. It's not the solution. Let's
1: come back in a moment, because you uh, did mention Donald Trump, I guess, uh, as people are fleeing America under Trump. And that's uh, considered to be a criterion for uh, evaluating them as legitimate refugees. Trump's name is uh, a trigger in so many instances. In fact... uh, Canada's top diplomat in China, John McCallum. Uh, He had some interesting things to say, and he cited Trump as an excuse for uh, why this woman, who's been uh, held for extradition to the United States, has, quote, quite a good argument on her side. i got to present that to the folks here in just a moment. John turley Ewart and Catherine Swift. Uh, Why did McCallum veer off the page, and uh, he's not on the same hymn sheet as Justin Trudeau and the rest of his party? What gives with that? We'll find out next here on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio.